0: Okay, there is something amazing that I saw on the internet today. So apparently in Istanbul, in Madrid, maybe elsewhere in Turkey too, every night they pick a time, Mm. 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Everybody goes out on their balcony.
1: Mm -hmm. March 20th. The numbers for today are... 903 cases in Canada, 308 cases in Ontario, 161 cases in Toronto, 12 deaths Canada, two deaths in Ontario, none in Toronto still.
0: None in Toronto? Well, one in Milton.
1: Yeah, it's not listed under... probably under Halton. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I don't know how to count that one.
0: So I read about that death this morning. Sean Cunnington, he was 51. He had chronic leukemia. Mm-hmm. He died Wednesday.
1: Yeah, his wife was out kind of warning. Yeah. She was in the media warning people. Trying to raise
0: awareness. Yeah. Um, it's very sad. No, I mean, numbers are one thing and then knowing people behind the numbers is another thing
1: there was an article in the New York Times where they showed four people who had died
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well and s- as soon as you see the faces mm-hmm. it's like these aren't all old people they're not Not you know, that
0: that would matter
1: they look like normal people no it's d- not that that not that that would matter it just again goes against this it's only old narrative people. yes it's the weak and old that are dying something like that
0: it's I think think, I mean, that message is important because the risk of death is much, 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 much higher once you're older, six, over 60. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that.
1: I still think there's a big, I think it's a important
0: big to know, but that doesn't mean that the risk of dying isn't still high in younger
1: ages. I know that's how it is. I'm saying there's a big misconception out there. Yes. And I'm saying that articles like this. That show a 50 uh, relatively I mean he had like who doesn't have a chronic health condition after like m- I, I mm-hmm. don't I'd like to know the numbers on this I don't I honestly mm-hmm. don't know but at uh, over the age of 50 who doesn't have a chronic condition mm-hmm. some health underlying health condition yeah and what you know I think this is people this is the realization that I've been slowly coming to and we re- we talked about a little bit but you know it's and i was thinking about whether i should dwell on this or not but i you know in my own mind as i think about it but i think it is worth thinking about which is the, this idea that like are we ever going to get back to the things back to the way things were are we everyone keeps saying we're going to get through this but a lot of people will die mm-hmm. and with the numbers yeah. of people we're talking about getting infected and in the if it's somewhere in the one percent range of people dying we're all going to probably know someone in our families probably that will pass away as a result of COVID-19 and it's I mean it's it's a sad thing to think about but it's also important I guess because y- we have this opportunity to you know connect with the everyone that we love and
0: ca- time.
1: care about yes yeah, so no hugs no kisses but it's maybe we should be taking this opportunity to you know, reach out to everybody that we know and make sure make sure we make the most of this time. It's
0: ominous. Um.
1: <coughs> and that I just think that's something that people aren't yet. So young people, especially, don't like. I don't think that's a commonly like, I hope yeah. I'm wrong about that. I really hope I'm wrong about this. But it, it just feels like that's th- the numbers just say it, right? Like, if mm-hmm. it's.
0: I think we're talking about this this morning. There's a certain um, denial that people have to go through yeah. first when you have something like this happen. And I've been thinking a lot about this compared to when Caden was born. Mm-hmm. And when Caden was born, on the day he was born, we found out that he had some kind of neurologic disease. And I remember that I was sitting in my hospital room by myself, and you had gone down to Sick Kids with Caden when he was transferred. <laughs> and you called me to tell me this news that the doctors think that he has a neurological disease. And my immediate reaction was impossible. Hmm. No, they're wrong. Couldn't be.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I feel like that's the same reaction that I and a lot of people are having to the epidemiologist predictions of kind of how long this is going to last and how many people could get infected and how many people could die. It's just like it just doesn't seem within the realm of possibility Mm -hmm. and as it marches on obviously it becomes more and more and more possible and reading about this death this morning i took one step closer because if we have so he Doesn't know how he got infected. He wasn't a traveler. Mm -hmm. He was just infected in the community. Mm -hmm. And so if we have one death from community spread, he was probably infected somewhere around March 1st. That means depending on assumptions you make about death rate and doubling time that in the community, in this area, we could have somewhere between 300 and 6,000 cases. Mm Mm-hmm and there's some evidence that there's been a surge of respiratory cases going into er's and stuff lately that would support that but i don't know Mm -hmm. but it just feels like it's it's brewing under the surface and we can't see it right now
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and i've been trying to find evidence against that Um, but now it seems every day there's more evidence for it. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm Um, a lot. Go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: I had one other thought that's Mm -hmm. linked to this, I guess. uh, I'll just spit it out here. The, I don't know. I guess the thing that. I focused on with Caden when Caden was born, and the whole situation there was you know, we talked a little bit about when you have, when, when, I guess any child or at any point in someone's life when they have a, I guess, a disability, an awareness that now the disability is going to be part of their life or they're somehow their life has changed it's mm-hmm. it's like you're you have to mourn the th- those expectations you had right we imagined having a baby boy a healthy baby boy and all the things that we were going to do and how this you know it was an opportunity to not be the scared parents we were with Avery and like enjoy I think I was imagining going through that with some you know taking the chance to enjoy some of those things and those firsts and all those things. And then when you realize it's going to be a completely different journey now, it's Mm -hmm. like you more to me, I think Mm -hmm. I was mourning Mm -hmm. those moments that I'd already kind of, I could like see them Mm -hmm. and, but then they weren't going to be there. And so Mm -hmm. I was mourning those moments. Mm -hmm. And in that same way, we're going to have to, I think there's going to be a change in our collective like, there's going to be a collective mourning at the end of all yeah. this.
0: Well, I mean, I think the mourning's going to be ongoing. Like, already so many people are going to be missing so many important life moments.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Right? Yeah. Because we can't gather. Yeah. yeah. So there's weddings and funerals and baby showers and graduations and proms and birthdays and yeah, all these things that aren't going to be able to happen. And yeah. I think people are mourning them already. Yeah. And that's okay. And in fact, that's important. That's right. Caden's going to be three at the end of
1: April. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We were imagining doing a... A big birthday party. (laughs) party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not going (coughs) to happen.
1: We had someone pass away at work just last night. There was a note that went out. Someone who a lot of people knew. Oh, you saw that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just yeah it's like there's one thing that's going on and then like other things shouldn't go wrong that's yeah. just how it feels yeah <laughs> no they can't we can't how deal with more than one big exactly. issue at once right now exactly. come on Exactly. come on universe
0: everything else must stop yeah um okay Upground update on our playground situation uh, yeah. we have decided no more Busy playgrounds. Our very great city councillor put out a plea for parents to stop taking their kids.
1: We like him. We do Josh like him. Josh Matlow.
0: And uh also there's a big campaign by healthcare workers where they are taking pictures of themselves holding signs saying, I stayed at work for you, please stay home for us. Mm-hmm. So today, Avery and Caden and I played in our backyard.
1: Do you think we could still go in the morning? Like when there's nobody else there? Like if we can get Avery into that I routine? think so.
0: Because he just goes on the swing. Takes like, some Lysol's wipes. <laughs>
1: like he's literally <laughs> there. Like the there's swing. nobody else there at that time.
0: If we can get him to go out. Yeah. He wouldn't go this morning. Mm. Um, lots of press conferences today. The big... News. Two big news items. One was that there's five hundred thousand employment insurance applications this week. Mm. Up from twenty seven thousand this week last year. Wow. That's five hundred thousand in four days actually. Wow. So that's instead of instead twenty seven thousand. It's
1: eight no. Ten It's no. twenty no. times. Twenty times. Twenty well, times.
0: not quite That's 20 times if you run it to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow.
0: A lot. And like, obviously, there's still more to come. That's just the start, yeah. So they're trying to ramp that up, but it's a sign of the hard times that people are facing. Wow. And then the other thing is that the federal government is saying that they're going to co-opt private business to make medical equipment and vents and masks and stuff, but they were very short on details. Mm -hmm. And there was one question in particular that I didn't think Justin Trudeau answered very well, Mm. which was a reporter asked him something along the lines of like, what are going to be the challenges in actually getting private business to make this equipment? How fast can you make Mm -hmm. ventilators? Like, you know, is this actually plausible, basically? Yes. And his answer was just so, an such a non-answer. Mm-hmm. He just said something like, Canadian businesses are the best in the world, and <laughs> I have every confidence that we'll do the innovation, blah, 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 blah. Huh. I'm just like, I feel like, That's not the kind of answer that people need right now. Yeah. Everybody knows that this is not a simple thing, that you need parts to make equipment and those parts aren't all here and you can't just turn a car manufacturer (laughs) into a vent manufacturer overnight if that's their plan. Yeah. So I think there, it's a great idea. I feel like, yes, we should take advantage of every opportunity we have, but to pretend like it's,
1: easy is
0: easy yeah. or like it's not gonna there aren't very specific challenges that we have to watch out for is a bit disingenuous I thought yes um yeah. oh yeah and then one more thing Read press conferences Bill Blair I don't know what he's minister of these days but he got up and he he said like we really need to thank the front lines people which is true and he listed like all these frontline people, not just in healthcare, but like truck drivers and cashiers and people stocking your shelves. And he just listed all these people and I'm like, say cleaners,
2: say cleaners, (laughs) say people who clean. And he
0: didn't. So I think the janitorial staff of this world is just not seen. Mm -hmm. And they're so important. And right now, especially in hospitals, they're, they're frontline staff. They're yeah, at risk yeah. just as much as everybody else. And I was reading about yeah. this um, simulation that they were running in Ottawa last week or the week before and about the they were practicing transferring patients from the ER up to the ICU or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so first they have security that like clears the path and then the patient care team takes the patient and then the cleaners are coming Follow, up behind. Yeah. Like they're right in there. Yeah. And it's like, and yeah, they're just invisible. Mm -hmm. So don't forget the cleaners also in hospitals that often get forgotten. Social workers, Mm -hmm. physical therapists, occupational therapists. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're all chaplains. They're Mm -hmm. all in there too. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (coughs) Mm All right. What do you got?
1: I wanted to talk about m- um, this whole thing with masks. It keeps going.
0: Oh yeah. Masks. Back
1: and forth. There's been in the. I remember hearing early, early on in all this, like people, I guess, started wearing. I guess there's two types of two main types of masks. There's the N95 masks. They're like the high quality masks, mm-hmm. and then there's what they normally call surgical masks and early on people were saying and i think even in that interview i can't remember the guy's name now the joe rogan interview the guy said those surgical masks don't do a whole lot they, they do next to nothing Th- that's just simply not true the surgical mask putting a, ba- a physical barrier in front of your mouth in front if whether it's on a someone who has it or someone who who is infectious or someone who doesn't have it and is trying to protect themselves from getting droplets into their system it is effective it's not a tight seal around your mouth Mm -hmm. but around your face and your nose but that doesn't mean it doesn't stop a good proportion of things Mm -hmm. and like
0: it's not what you want to wear if you're like a doctor and you're intubating somebody but if you're going to the grocery store or the
1: park yeah it's, it's, and so at, the, so it's been like healthcare workers have been having this big issue with it because it's been in the news and, not, you know, because N95, everyone's saying N95 is the only thing that works, but f- they don't actually provide, they're not, hospitals aren't providing those to their healthcare workers in Ontario. And there's been now a series of studies that have followed patients who, have come in un- unknown i guess someone who was not um you know someone who had a test and then it turned out positive later so they looked at there was one study i think it looked at something like 40 of the healthcare workers that were around that patient and the types of masks they were wearing i think 80% of them were wearing the surgical mask and no one got no one contracted contra- covid-19 yeah got the um, yeah, became were infected.
0: there people?
1: Okay. So this is this is just something that was passed around at UHN because there were so many questions about this. Um, but wait, I yeah. have a question. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Were there people not where Was there a group not wearing masks too that did get infected, or no. we're just assuming? Like, what if the patients just weren't infectious? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know about that. Okay. But but I think the point is it seemed like like, they like were it doing protected. Something? I think there's yeah there. It seems. L- I mean, for other reasons too. I mean, what they're saying is, you need N95 masks if stuff is in the air, if it's tr- airborne, if you're aerosolizing things. You're you're getting s- very small particles that can ride air currents lo- s- relatively long distances, as mm-hmm. opposed to lo- slightly larger droplets, which would fall out of the air very fairly quickly. Within, I guess they talk about a two-meter radius, mm-hmm. in which case you want. Um, the surgical mask is effective yeah i think that's just it's it seems like it's oh the uh yeah the the justification they use at uhn as well is that in airplanes y- if it truly if this thing truly was airborne you would be seeing airplane fulls mm-hmm. airplanes full of people infected exactly and we don't
0: and you don't see that
1: and so there's a good reason to think that it's not but, but if there's special procedures, people do intubating is the example yes. that they always use y- and, and doing other procedures where you're really, yeah, you, you do need N95 masks and you're, you need full, you need a higher mm-hmm. level of protection for those things.
0: So I was looking into aerosols and droplets this morning too, because mm-hmm. I was reading um, a blog post on some random person's blog mm-hmm. who was doing an interview with a pediatrician. Mm-hmm who had no particular infectious disease specialty. She was just a pediatrician, but you know, people say, listen to your doctors. So it felt like a responsible interview that this blogger was doing. Mm -hmm. But the doctor said, don't go to playgrounds because this virus can stay in the air for two to three hours. And I was like, excuse me, that, that, that does is not sound that, right.
1: That is the study. So there was a study I that know. just came out. I'm talking oh, about, sorry. about <laughs> it. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So I was like, that's, everybody would be infected if that yeah. was true. Yeah. Um, so I dug into it a bit deeper. And yes, there's the New England Journal of Medicine study. And they studied... Been talked about a lot. Yeah. Uh, they studied the viability of the virus on different surfaces. They studied it in droplets and aerosols. And so, yes, aerosol, if it gets aerosolized, exactly. it can hang out in the air for two to three hours, but it does not get aerosolized by just a normal person coughing or sneezing. Yeah. It gets aerosolized in the hospital yeah. with various procedures and I don't know what they do. Yeah. Nebulizers, I don't know. But it's not aerosolized in the park or th- an airplane or yeah. wherever we are. So it's just droplets. Yeah.
1: So that's what the the infection. One of the infection control people at UHN was addressing that paper because it seems to it's the way it was being reported in the paper made it sound yeah. like that this exactly what you said yeah. is the misunderstanding that a lot yeah. of people had, and that it be stays airborne for two to three hours, which is actually not like they artificially aerosolized it. Yes, which is a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, so I just want to clear that up. Yeah, it is no, not just is not just floating around.
1: Yeah. The uh, related to that the there was an article in with m- with masks anyways, I guess related to masks. There was an article in the the I think it was New York Times. Uh, it was, it's, uh the title is "Why Telling People They Don't Need Masks Backfired," and I remember reading articles like this for a while, where they would say the public doesn't need masks because they don't work, but people in healthcare need those masks, and they and they they're just they went they were trying to t- speak out both sides of their mouths and was very confusing they also tried to say they also used the worst method of trying to convince the public not to buy n95 masks which was to say you need to stop buying n95 masks because they're going to run out right which is like the classic example of there's this petrified wood case where they (laughs) did this study with it's think robert caldini did this study and a there's a park in Arizona petrified, w- that has pet lots of petrified wood, and visitors were taking the petrified wood, and, this, and the, they tested two different signs. One sign said, if people keep stealing petrified wood at this rate, there will be none left by such and such date. And that increased the number of people stealing petrified wood because people said, well, if everyone else is stealing it, I should steal it too. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what was being spread out in the media prior to this Mm -hmm. and uh the way you should do it is just say don't steal petrified wood or be like all our other guests and don't steal petrified wood try to make it normal that people don't steal it
0: and 95 master for healthcare workers
1: Uh, something yeah yeah
0: but like i don't really blame them because like how are you supposed to know like It's like when you're in a crisis and you're like, I need to do the right thing. How do you know? How do you reach for that petrified wood study? Right. To know know. the right thing is to do. It's very hard. This yeah. is why I try not to do things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hard I to do the right thing.
1: It, in retrospect, it's easy for someone to say course. that that was the wrong messaging. Yeah. And
0: I had read that petrified wood thing before. It was in some book, probably a Chip and Dan Heath book. It, it is. Yes. Somewhere. Yes. And I didn't remember it.
1: Right. Yeah. It it's true. Anyway, it's easy it's to very s- hard. it's easy to 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 complain or just to point out mistakes after the fact Mm -hmm. you're right
0: it's a point taken situation
1: should we re-record that with me being less (laughs) no no okay
0: okay there is something um, amazing that i saw on the internet today so apparently in istanbul in madrid maybe elsewhere in turkey too Every night they pick a time 8pm mm. or 9pm mm. Everybody goes out on their balcony mm-hmm. And they applaud the healthcare workers So good Have you? Did you see this? No I
1: haven't seen the video
0: So it's like I don't know if you can hear Yes
1: So good Oh and honking
0: It's like cars honking People clapping People are like flicking their lights on and off In their <laughs> apartment And it's like this nightly ritual
1: They should do it at like ship change what if we did that so what if we just started that here too
0: that's something
1: what if tomorrow at seven o'clock what if we like
0: we just we don't live in such a high density neighborhood
1: i mean you hear when the when people uh when the whatever what sports teams won? when the raptors won you could hear it
0: (laughs) we heard at least three honking i guess but no (laughs) one's
1: out on the in the streets anymore though that's the problem
0: Speaking of the city, I was, I've been reflecting today that the upside of living in a city for us has basically completely and utterly been removed. And the cost (laughs) of living in a city remains, (sighs) (sighs) but like the whole premise of living in a high density city is that you have smaller personal space for yourself and you share amenities with others. So that you have, you know, the best parks near you and you have the best entertainment near you and you have the best everything near you and everything's very close to you because you're sharing it with so many people and now everything's closed.
1: I was actually just thinking the exact opposite. I was like, because I was just thinking if I need, so there's a chance that they're going to redeploy some of the research staff and if Mm -hmm. I have to go to work. I don't have to get on the subway. I'm close enough that, like, I've been biking to work now. That the weather's getting better. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get in contact with anybody. I can bike mm-hmm. and bike back. Yes, if you Social have to go isolation. back into
0: work. That's true. I but that. I was also thinking that you're not, right now you're working at right home, so also there's no yeah, commute. Yeah, Yeah. Also, we chose to live here to be close to, like, special schools for Caden that are closed and special <laughs> therapies yes. for Caden that aren't happening yeah. and sick kids appointments, which are mostly getting canceled. Yeah. It's just like
2: for now.
1: Yeah.
0: But our rent's the same.
1: Right. <laughs> right, <laughs> <But> right. Temporarily. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Everything else. There, is was gone. A j- there was, I saw on Twitter, some people were bemoaning the opposite where they said, where they were, um, someone said, can we have a moment of silence for all those people who said, Oh, it's okay. I'll put up with this bad roommate. I'm not home <laughs> that often anyways. <laughs> and so Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that yeah, that can get not funny too if you think Yeah. Too deeply. But there is a lot of Yeah, I'm not gonna go there tonight, but hmm. Okay. I think that was all my notes for tonight. <laughs> is it joke time? How long can we keep doing the joke for? What do you mean? Until we all things are getting too serious that we can't do a joke anymore. I I don't know. What
1: do you think? Do you think there's a point know. at which we shouldn't try to end on a lighter note? I feel like I feel like no matter how heavy it gets, we should try to find
0: always need a joke.
1: A light way to end it. I mean it doesn't have to be a joke. It could be a limerick.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a nice poem going around, yeah. which actually I had pasted into my notes to read and then our internet didn't work and I lost it.
1: Oh. Well, Maybe next
0: time. another night. Next time. But I have that joke that I read you earlier. Should I say that one?
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't remember it right now, but yes.
0: Oh, well then perfect. It'll be new to <laughs> you. Okay. They said a mask and gloves were enough to go to the grocery store. They lied. Everyone else had clothes on.
1: Uh Yeah, I remember now. That's a good one.
0: That's a good one. Okay. Is that March 20th? Did we do it?
1: I think so, yeah. Okay. Good Good night.
0: Good night.